welcome into this carrier update, Donnie. We highlighted that the rail, frail volumes are healthy, but the question is, where is all the freight going? Where is it going? Now, <clears throat> I've basically brought up iRail. So this is where our everything, domestic, international, empties, if it's moving on the rail, where is it delivering to? And I want to see this. I want to see what the biggest market. I'm, if I'm trying to target, target rail freight, where is it all going? Well, number one, Chicago. Chicago. Well, Chicago. Not, not a surprise when you think about how hot the truckload market has been in Chicago, too, right? Well, that's You're partly propping up. it up. Yeah, it, this is a that's where it was going. This is what is probably driving a lot of that because. Think about Chicago, it's not a port city, right? Like they're reliant on things coming from ports inland and then moving back out. If you took a 500 mile line and drew it around Chicago, yeah, you can. what percentage of the population of the US live within 500 miles of Chicago? It's a large percentage. A large percentage, yes. And it's, you know, you got the Northeast is, is very dense and so is that area of the Midwest. So it makes a perfect hub for yeah. delivering out from Chicago. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so you're gonna have both uh, loaded containers coming in there and empty containers yeah. because uh, if they're- There's th manufacturing stuff all around that, there that that, that freight has to move out and, and go, I mean, our export numbers right now, if you look, uh, it was actually in the Daily Watch, it's like the second highest it's been in well over a year. And that was in October, September was the highest. So, I mean, you're talking Freight's still moving out of the country too, right? We always talk about outbound freight moving into other markets. We don't really talk about the export side and Chicago is a big portion because you have to move the freight from there to a port city and get it on a ship to go sure. out. And of course, another one, obviously speaking of exports is Los Angeles, Long Beach. Exactly. Those are those containers that are going that are either going back empty or they're going back to they're going out loaded. Vancouver. Vancouver. Yeah. This is one of the ones. And I saw some other New York, New Jersey, yeah. right? BC here as well. Yeah. Uh, now the interesting thing is, yeah, you know, you'll see a lot of your market your market cities in there, but your biggest ones, Chicago, LA, Dallas, Vancouver being one of them, Atlanta, New York, New Jersey, Toronto, uh, Seattle is getting a little bit further on down the line. But you know, these are some of those big cities. Now uh we're gonna look at also this is total inbound. Let's go to the next one. Uh, These are your month over month changes. Yeah, same the, same yeah. chart, month over month. You're seeing, again, continued growth, I think, is the key in these. Yes, and we and that's what we need to see. Mm -hmm. Now, this also is also going to affect the truckload markets. And I do apologize for saying the JB, the JB Hunt 360. I was wrong on that one back, and I just got ahead of myself. But the rail program. This is going to start affecting these numbers yeah. uh, because they they are opening the door and making it a whole lot easier for someone who's not doesn't know anything about the rail or how to get in contact or move their stuff on the rail. They're making it a turnkey, easy switch. Yeah, and they'll they're going to go door to door, twenty four hour service. They're going to pick up at your place. They're going to stick it on the rail. The rail's going to run. They're going to pick it up there, and I think they have a, a hundred and fifteen or hundred and sixteen thousand containers. Uh, I would have to look. It's grown immensely. I, yeah. I've got the numbers. I'll, I'll look yeah. at it. Yeah, and 90,000, 95,000 chassis, 5,000 trucks. They're 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 putting they're investing in this, and yeah. they're going to. And the only problem is this is this is going to hurt OTR drivers. It's going to suck 
uh, capacity, or it's going to suck the demand yeah. for trucks off the road. Yeah, it sucks it off the, the, like you said, the OTR driver as intermodal grows. Now, what it does benefit from a driver perspective is if you want to stay within a region, it makes it a little easier. You get in and you start working with them. And guess what? Like you're you're more than likely staying in a region as opposed yeah. to having to deal with the 800 mile. You're probably going to get home every. Yeah. So if you're a trucking company right now, that might be one something you want to look into of how you can help them or get in with their deliveries. Yeah. As a part to grow your business. Absolutely. Well, Donnie, thank you so much for this update. We'll be sure to check in with you again a little later. Right now, we'll hand it back over to Bill and Kaylee.